Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. <laughs> God, it's really, these 4,000 followers, fam, have really gone to your head. <laughs> <laughs> it is a big head as well, so imagine how bigger it's going to get. a fucking massive head, <laughs> it's mate. It's huge. <laughs> Welcome back to the Pit Stop Podcast. Welcome to episode three. Guys, we are number five in the UK charts. All right. And we are number one in Sri Lanka. All right. We love Sri Lanka. We love Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. (laughs) And we're number one in Cyprus. Yeah. We love Cyprus too. We're also quite high up in a load of other countries. I can't believe how worldwide you guys are. This is absolutely crazy. It's so amazing to see you guys loving the podcast. Mate, it's absolutely amazing. I didn't think that, you know, coming up to the third episode in now, we would have this kind of response from the people. I guess it's kind of weird, right? Because we just, we live together and we're just filming this in our spare room as like a bit of fun. It was never meant to be... Obviously, it's not huge. It's still a start-out <laughs> podcast, but for me, it's the fact no, we are famous, listening. <laughs> it's the fact people are all over the world. We're not just talking to like our friends, who I originally thought it would just be like our mates. I've watching. never actually thought about that until you literally just said that. They're all over the world, mate. People like, there is who people, speak different languages. There's people listening to like every word that I say. I know it's quite worrying. It's very worrying, but yeah. Moving on. We've managed to hit a chart. So thank you very much to everyone who has been listening to the podcast. If you haven't yet, please do hit that follow button and give us a review down below. You can write something. You can rate it five stars. I'm not pushing you or telling you what to do, but a five star rating would be lovely. Just do it. Yeah. Five star would be very helpful. It really helps us in the charts. It does. But let's get back to uh, a segment which has been coming up quite a lot now recently. It's what we got wrong in in the last episode. (laughs) Well, the main thing was I said that I was going to clear up what happens with the tyres at the end of qualifying. And from a Google, it looks like the tyres, you get your fastest lap in Q2. So the people that go through to Q3, which is the top 10, the top 10 fastest drivers into Q3, that's how they get the top 10 grid position. Mm. Those 10 drivers, whichever they got their fastest lap on in Q2, they have to start the race on. So Q3 means nothing about the tyres. It's about Q2. Yeah, interesting. Why Q2, though? Well, from reading about it, I think it's all about strategies. It's so that people can't... Because you know what they do when they do the qualifying laps. They go round, then they pit, then they go round, then they pit. Keep getting fresh tyres, try and get a quicker lap. Do they, though? Because they're they're limited to tyres. They're limited time. Yeah, they have a limited time zone, but I don't know if they're limited to tyres in qualifying. I think... um... I thought they were. I have no idea. See, we should have been more prepared for this. God, I should we're have done my tell research. Them what's right, and now they don't even know. But yeah, basically, they have to start their tyres on something like that. Something like that. <laughs> okay, we'll tell you next episode. Yeah, we're probably wrong again. There you go. Welcome to the Pit Stop Podcast, <laughs> Jake. Before we carry on, I think we should have a brief conversation about uh, the issues that are going on in the world right now. We'll keep it short. It's an F1 podcast. We don't need to talk about this too much, but. Obviously, 
we haven't addressed it in the last two podcasts because we filmed them prior to yeah they were filmed prior everything kicking off but um at this moment in time russia are invading ukraine um there has been civilians that have been killed as well as military and it's just a it's a horrible time so our heart goes out to the people in ukraine yeah it's people the, the the people of russia who don't want any of this no one wants a war um and yeah we just send our best regards really yeah heart goes out to those of you in ukraine and russia and we just want everyone to be safe and we do have some listeners from both places so we hope you guys are doing great yep uh stay safe and uh it's just something that we felt like we had to touch on our love goes out to the ukrainians and the russians and every other country because we love everyone especially especially sri lanka Lanka, number one (laughs) yeah the funny thing is we looked on the uh, acast uh stats and it was actually only six listeners in sri lanka that made (laughs) us number one so if you're one million yeah sorry (laughs) sorry mistake six million listeners in sri lanka so yeah to those six million of you six thanks for listening we really appreciate it thank you so the big question is right if uh, Haas do part ways with Mazepin, but the team carries on going and Mazepin can't run, because Mick Schumacher's not Russian, obviously, so he can carry on racing. So who replaces Mazepin? Well, there's talk that it's going to be Giovinazzi. Giovinazzi. But before we get into this, I don't want Mazepin to go anywhere. No. Not, um, no way. No. I want Mazepin there getting points next season so I can get a tattoo of him. And if we he's love Mazepin. If he's sanctioned, it'll be gutting because he's a he's a racing driver. He's a comedic genius. Yeah. <laughs> I love Mazepin and I want him to be there. But yeah, there's talk it's going to be Giovinazzi. Uh, well, they've, they have a reserve driver, so I'm not sure why it would be Giovinazzi. Who is the reserve driver? Okay, Fab's just going to get on Not Google looking at my phone. And have a Pietro call. Fittipaldi. Oh, yeah, he's good, he is. I hope I pronounced that right. He's is amazing. He? Yeah, Came really up from F2. good young driver. Coming up from the F2. <laughs> racing for Goldilocks cars. Goldilocks cars? I think. Could be wrong. I heard it was rice. No, I'm not. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, basically, we don't know who this guy is, okay? Yeah, I don't know who will replace him. I just hope Mazepin stays. It's a crazy world, crazy things going on. But yeah, the talk is it'll be Giovinazzi if someone does. Weird. Probably because he, he's the Ferrari reserve driver. Well, I thought Giovinazzi has just gone to Formula E. He's racing Formula E now. That's why he left. So I don't know why it would be Giovinazzi. Because I think he's still the reserve driver. For, is he? I think, yeah, well, even though Ferrari. he's gone Formula E? I think so. Wow. Hang on a minute. Where Again, was Giovinazzi em- before? Emphasis on think. He was at Alfa Romeo. And he's been replaced by Zoe and Bottas. Yeah. Brilliant. Which brings us on to Zoe, by the way. Yeah. What the a new, guy. The Zoe. new rookie driver of 2022. Yeah, so we actually did a bit of research on Zoe because we were going to um, make a quick video about him before we launched all this podcast stuff. We started filming a little bit of videos. We found out some cool stuff, like his family moved over here when he was like 16 to give him a better opportunity at racing. Where yeah, because he, um, he, he's from China, right? He's Chinese. Yeah, definitely. And he came over here. I think it was Sheffield. He lived in Sheffield, I think. Yeah. And he got into racing. And uh, that was about as far as our research. <laughs> and now he's <laughs> yeah. in the Formula One. Everyone's going to tell that we only read about a quarter of the way down for the wiki page. <laughs> <laughs> but we did watch the end of last 
F2 season, and we did see him race, didn't we, a, f- a few times? Because we didn't realise that okay, the F2 race is on before. Yeah. I, I had that's no a, idea. That's a new thing, because I, I don't ever remember that happening oh, before. I think that's unbelievable. It's pretty cool. Because they had a couple of huge crashes, didn't they? Was it in Singapore? Yeah. Here we go, naming tracks again, which are probably completely wrong. The race we watched, there was a couple of huge crashes. Do you remember? Because then they couldn't, I'm pretty sure they couldn't finish the race. No, they didn't. They didn't. Yeah. They, and it's it, less laps because it's F2, but they had to have even less laps. Yeah. They just stopped the race, didn't they? They said, oh no, there was a safety car out for ages, I think. I, they, I, I'm pretty sure they definitely lowered the amount of laps. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because of the time, right? They was had to 20... keep stopping it. There was crashes at the first corner every time. They had to keep stopping it. Yeah, it was, it was like overlapping crashes, over the yeah. main program, wasn't it? Yeah. And we, and they were, so they had to, to reduce the up. laps loads. Yeah. And then all the F1 drivers ended up crashing as well. Yeah, mate. Crazy. In Qatar, which is in Dubai, which is on the border of Saudi Arabia, which is where Mazepin won his first world championship. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Woo! That's how I do a pit stop podcast. Pit stop every podcast. Single this is day. where you come for the facts, baby. <laughs> wow. What a response we have had to this podcast on TikTok, by the way. In our last podcast, we said, I can't believe we got a thousand followers. We now have over 4,000 followers. And we got some amazing people following us. We, we got do. some amazing people engaging with us. And I wanted to quickly talk about gatekeeping. Now, I had no idea what this is, and then Fab explained it to me. What did you think? Like, what what did you say gatekeeping was? Oh, the only reason I know is because I Googled it, but it kind of it harks back to what I was saying to you before about F1 being this sort of, like, closed-off elitist sport, where it's almost... I almost... I felt like it was a private members club for a long period of time. Like, if you were in, you were in, and it was kind of shut, up, shut off to, like, everyone else. So gatekeeping, that's what it is. It's like someone's like keeping the gate, keeping it locked in. And and someone commented and mentioned that we're just smashing that gate down. Like we are two new fans coming into this like elitist sport. Yeah, loads of people were commenting at the beginning. I kept seeing it like gatekeepers, gatekeepers. And then the reason I wanted to talk about this is because I saw someone duet one of our videos and it was a girl. And she said, have you seen it? Mm. She duetted it and she said, I'm making this video because... If it was girls doing what they were doing, the gatekeepers would come oh, after yeah. us. Yeah. And the reason I wanted to make this clip is because pretty much all of my favorite creators on TikTok are that make Formula One content are girls. I think they do an amazing job talking about it. And then we keep getting this thing about gatekeeping, gatekeeping. I, well, both of us never even thought about that when we made this. And it's never going to be an issue for us. Like, we don't care. We don't care if there's people out there. And I don't think anyone else should. Any content creator has any right to make content about it. They are just not used to their sport blowing up like this. They have never seen it. I can understand from their point of view why they're like, oh, for God's sake, new people that don't know anything. But they were there once as well. And when they were there, there wasn't a social media. It's an ego thing. Like... You know, when I come and watch the football with you and I don't care about football, I don't support a team. So, like, I'll just say anything. Like, I was shouting Brighton Seagulls from the Arsenal stand. Yeah, I got kicked out. <laughs> like, to me, that doesn't, it doesn't mean anything because I don't care about football. And obviously, we care about F1, but we're not like, oh, yeah. How can I describe it? Do you know, do you know what I'm saying? Die hard. 
we're not like diehard fans. Like with us, anything goes because yeah. we just love the sport. Well, yeah, than... we're diehard fans of the sport. We love the race, but this is what we've been saying the whole time. We don't individually like support one person and go mad about anything that goes wrong with. Like for example, if we were massive Leclerc fans, we were, and there was an argument between Leclerc and Daniel Ricciardo. We're not going to go mad at McLaren fans. We're not going to no. be in the comments. But there's certain people like that, and they want to argue everything and make sure everyone that knows everything is right. And we want to completely break that boundary. If there's anyone listening to this podcast or watching this or thinking, I'd love to make Formula One content, but I don't because there's gatekeepers and people that have come at me and say, I don't know what I'm on about. Just do it. Just do it and tell them to fuck off. I was going to actually say, I wonder if there's any like hooliganism in F1. Wow, I've never thought about that. Like crazy, And if there is, people. you know it's Verstappen fans for sure. You reckon? Yeah, I want to hear some stories. If there's anyone listening who has crazy f1 stories that you've witnessed or like been a part of you could tell us in confidentiality yeah like true patriots oh my god that reminds me i actually got a message from someone who said your podcast has made me want to tell my story and it's not is a bit different to hooliganism but someone put you should do a fan source segment called my most embarrassing f1 learning experience and he put mine was at 2012 goodwood festival of speed I was wandering around the F1 team area and saw a couple of crowds and saw some young men. I reached up and snapped and snapped some photos, assuming they were famous. I only had the courage to ask um, an annoyed lady in the crowd who one of them was, and someone said, that's, that's Mark Webber. Wow. Many years later, I found out the other one was Nico Rosberg. Wow. <laughs> so he's just taking photos of these random person. And many years later, I, I found out one of them was my dad. <laughs> <laughs> dad! Nico, that's literally what we would do though. We'd end up going to that. We've been saying this. We're going to go to the races and get talking to people and someone's going to come over to us or we're going to be in a conversation with someone and we're not going to have a clue they are. It could be like one of the most famous drivers oh, ever. I think, I think we would know a bit. Yeah, 100% we would. We'd know about Jackie Stewart because he'd have one sleeve sh- shorter than the other and a Rolex out. Yeah. So we'd know that. Yeah. Obviously, we'd know Brundle. I reckon we'd recognise more than we think, but I definitely could see how that would happen. There would be someone who like maybe wasn't like a world champ, but they were like quite well known and from like the seventies or eighties, and we would just be like, "You're on, mate. Are you yeah, getting you on? Yeah, you yeah, yeah geez, can you step out of the way? I'm trying to interview people here." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, that would be that would be so fun though. Yeah, if there is any hooliganism or you have any crazy stories, please do let us know. I definitely agree with you. It would be the Max Verstappen, I think. I can't picture it because, like, when I picture like a football match, I picture like you know fellas in like white polo with like with like mm. fucking beer in their hand and all that. And then like at the F one, I picture like people like in shirts. Yeah, maybe Rolexes. not like hooliganism. The only reason I say Verstappen fans because I've seen the clips right in the crowd of them all with like orange smoke and going crazy. You just imagine them to be crazy. Like they're mm. a bit like Ajax fans, um, which is actually also Dutch. What's uh, isn't that similar? So, huh? What would you just say? Ajax. What's that? The football team. Sounds like an animal. Ajax is a Dutch football team and they're crazy uh, fans as well. So maybe the Dutch people are just great fun. What colour kit do they wear? Uh, red and white. What's... And they have a gold away kit, I think, and a dark blue one. Uh, not orange, though. No. No, but they should. And they should put Max Verstappen's face on Ajax's football kit. If Max Verstappen gets a point this year, I'll get his face towed on my forehead. You're fucked. <laughs> fucked. I need to figure out a way to get him out now. <laughs> yeah, we've had some amazing DMs on Instagram. Our Instagram is at pitstop. Our TikTok is at pitstop. And like we said at the beginning, please do hit the follow button on the podcast. Give it a five star review. It really helps out. 
And if you want to message us anything you really want us to talk about, any stories, give us any feedback, things things you like and don't like, just send it on um, Instagram because we see all the messages and we've had hundreds and hundreds. Okay, that's probably a exaggeration. <laughs> we've had thousands we've been inundated. <laughs> yeah Honestly, i like it it crashed instagram like we couldn't get on instagram <laughs> no, no like we couldn't even respond to comments that is how broken couldn't even leave the house like people queuing up outside trying to ask us questions <laughs> <laughs> god it's really these four thousand followers fam have really gone to your <laughs> head <laughs> it is a big head as well so imagine how big bigger <laughs> it's gonna a get. fucking massive head <laughs> it's mate. huge you need a headset like mine so it makes your thing go in I think my head looks big. Yeah, your head looks massive and round. You need this side. Looks, you look, my helmet. My, <laughs> my headset's got like a skin fade in. It is nice. Thank you. Do I have to get one? Yeah, you should. One of the main things we're going to get into this episode is our top 10 prediction for next season. Standings. Yeah, driver's standings. We're going to tell you how we think it's going to finish. Me and Fab have got our 10. We haven't spoke about them. We I, haven't. We were we were writing them last night. I was night, trying to get him to tell me. And we were cracking up and we were like, should we just tell each other? But we were like, nope, let's just save it for the podcast because then our reactions are going to be so raw. I was looking at him and I was going, please tell me you've got first. Like, I need to know you've gone first. And I have this feeling that Fab has just put... Signs Leclerc one and two because he's Ferrari through and through, and I'm the one sat there in a Ferrari top. I'm the one sat there in a Ferrari top. You're a Ferrari fan, aren't you? Yeah, mate. Oh, how the tables have turned, and I'm sat here in a fucking T-shirt. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, but let's get straight into it. Do you want to go first? Give me. I think we should do our. Do you think we do it one at a time? Do our tens together? Do our nines together? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What you want to start from ten? Yeah. Go on then. You want to start from 10. So who have you got at number 10? Okay. This is how the how we think it's going to finish, right? So at the end of the season, we think the point standings as drivers will go as follows. Number 10, George Russell. What? Yeah. Mate, you are fucking clueless. Why? George Russell is not going to be 10th. Yep. Mate, he where did he finish this season? Who knows, mate? Nowhere in near, a Williams. Nowhere near the top. Also, not right at the bottom. No, but actually, he might have been like seventeenth. I don't know. Mate, George that? Russell is not going to come tenth. I do. I think I, if not tenth, I reckon between eight and ten. Wow. Why? Because I think he's got the car, but like he's new. He's still new to like driving such a high performance car, and he's new to having a teammate like Hamilton. I've struggled and I think, with the I Russell think, thing, so I understand. I think he will he will push the boat because he's in a Mercedes and he's trying to keep up with Hamilton and he'll push the boat a bit too far. I have struggled with the um, Russell situation because we don't really know how good he is. Um, there might be something we're missing, but I don't know. So who did you have as your number 10? Vettel. I want to see Vettel back up there, and I think he came I get 12th or 13th last season, and I won him 10th. I'd love him higher. I'd I, absolutely love Vettel higher. Oh, I But I just couldn't get him higher. I originally put him higher, and then when I started thinking of That's other drivers, how, he did dropped Did you do down. it top to bottom? Or? Yeah, from 1st to 10th. Yeah, because yeah. oh I've got Vettel I can't in, believe you've got Russell 10th. I've got Vettel in 9th. Oh, okay. In 9th, I've got Daniel Ricciardo. He didn't make it my list. It was difficult with Ricciardo. 
because we've always said we love him. Oh, uh, we love like Daniel he's Ricardo, one of my man. favorites, and he would be a dream guest to come on just to meet him or talk to him once. Like I'll be devastated when he retires. I saw a video of someone saying they'll be devastated as well, and it just made me think he's got so much personality. Oh, he would be like the best person to have on the podcast. Oh, he'd be a dream. He'd be the best. But as a driver, how good is he? He won a race last season. He had. He did have a couple. Did he win a race last season? Yeah, he did win a race last season. Not sure. He had a. He had a good few like seasons in him when he was, when McLaren were doing well. Ricardo done well. I'm pretty sure he won Monaco. And he didn't make your top ten. No. So you've gone Russell Vettel. Yep. As ten and nine. Yeah. And I've gone Vettel Ricardo as ten and nine. Who's Another. your eight? Perez. Wow. Mm. Our lists are so different, man. Really? Yeah, we Why knew this was going to happen, though. We knew this was going to happen. I think Perez is a solid driver. I think he's driving, uh, you know, one of the best cars, a Red Bull. But looking at my list and thinking ahead at what the, I think the other drivers are going to do, I just don't think How he's going to pull past. How has your list changed so much from, like, this season? Like, you're putting... Perez didn't come eighth last season. How are you putting him so low? after having such a good year i think there's a bit of redemption to be made for how we'll talk about this because i'm gonna start revealing my top 10 okay, okay. all right we'll, we'll talk about afterwards. this afterwards all yeah, right let's in fly a, through in it in a i've got gasly i wanted him higher i really wanted him higher and i stand by it if he was in a better car like we said last episode i'm gonna keep saying it every week Gasly in that Red Bull is his time, I believe. After watching on Drive to Survive, you know, he gets into that Red Bull and then he goes out and Albon comes in and Albon goes. I don't think the team were ready for Gasly. I think Gasly may not have been ready for it, but I also don't think they were fully ready for him. I think you invest in Gasly. I think he's a real driver, a real talent. Interesting, because I've got him a seventh. Cool. So, so we both support. So, so similar. There's some similarities. And then at seventh, I've got Leclerc. Now, that okay. was difficult. Okay. I started to struggle mm. with my Ferrari predictions because you've been <laughs> sat there in a Ferrari. It's going to be show. a bit of friction going well, on. Well, you've been you so that. sure Ferrari are going to be amazing this season. But you've got to remember, mate, Ferrari might be incredible, but there's no way Red Bull and Mercedes aren't going to be pucker. Mate, you've got to remember that Ferrari, for the longest time ever, were the best team in the world. For a lot, not for a while, though. They've been out of it for a long time. Yeah, and there are specific reasons because of that. Do I know any of the specific reasons? No. <laughs> but I know that there is. Your thought process is solely, I like Ferrari, so I'm going to put the drivers at the top. I just love Ferrari. <laughs> I love Ferrari so much. Anyway. Have you got a sixth? Sixth. My boy. Alonso. You put Alonso in Alonso. sixth? Yeah, I think he's making a big, big, big comeback. Mate, you have just put someone in an Alpine above someone in a mercedes basically you really think he's gonna do that much better than russell yeah because, and then this it's like comes full circle we talk about how it's like i like how you put alonso in because so i know you much, like alonso it's so much percent of the like of the driver the driver is so important obviously the car is ridiculously important I, as I, well i'm so glad you've done this for your predictions because i've won when it comes to the end of the season by no a way. mile no way no way i love alonso and i know you do as well but he will not be sixth why okay we'll ask the people why not Mate, because he just won't be sick. Why is it fucking Don't ask Fernando me a Alonso? I can't give you a reason. <laughs> it's Alonso. Did you? I I nearly teared up when he held off Lewis Hamilton. Do you remember that race? And he held Lewis Hamilton up by like two laps, three laps 
or maybe not it's half a lap but it was like he's just well class why did he hold him up uh because he was help (laughs) i don't know (laughs) you mixed fernando alonso no i know i know perez did it too but alonso (laughs) alonso held someone up I think he was just racing. I think uh, Hamilton was trying to get past him for whatever reason. He was in front and he just fucking raced the hell out of him. And it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Alonso's the goat, man. And he's from Schumacher era. So mad respect to Alonso. Fair play. Fair play. In at sixth, I've got Norris. I really wanted Norris higher as okay. well. Okay. Okay. I, I struggled with the McLarens. I'll deal with that. I um, want McLaren up there. want Norris up there. Would love my order to be wrong and Ricardo and Norris to be higher. But I've done my order how I seriously think the table will finish. And I they won't ever gone be that for Norris. They've been eating too much of that husky chocolate. They're too fat now. Well, like, we, we play with the uh, McLaren on the game, and it, even though it says it's quick, just can't beat the Red Bull Mercedes in it. Doesn't go around corners either. Nah. Just a terrible car. All or around. maybe we are just shit at that game. Maybe. But who knows? In at five? In at five, I've got signs. I've got Perez. Okay, interesting. Yeah. In at fourth, I've got Lando. In at fourth, I've got Signs. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I quite like the way we've mixed this up. In at third, I've got Russell. It's actually closer than I thought, by the way. We are quite a way off, but we are quite similar in a lot of places. You put Russell tenth. I put Russell third. Well, you're terribly wrong. (laughs) What do the people think? Who do you think is closer? Russell third or Russell tenth? As the final standings. Comment down below. I don't know why I've done that. I've just told them to comment down below. That was for the TikTok. We're on filming a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, number two. Three. Three. Who do you put? Verstappen. Wow. Mm. Yeah. I've got Russell. Number two. Leclerc. Wow, I got Hamilton. Who the fuck have you got in first then? Verstappen. Really? I think Verstappen back to back. Really? I think. I think short lived. Tell me why you think Hamilton wins next year. Uh, like he's like I said, a lot of redemption. Like he needs to redeem himself. He is like the best driver statistically in the world, and don't quote me on that. And I think he'll carry it on. And I think regardless of what my feelings are towards the end of last season, whether I thought it was a good or a bad thing, I'm pretty sure I said last podcast, it was a good thing for the sport. It wasn't a very good thing for Hamilton. And like, if you watch the way that he crept back up after being so far behind halfway through that season, shows he's a world-class driver. And I think now he's got more of a reason to come back and smash it. Interesting way to look at it. I look at it, I completely agree with everything you said, but I just think Max is a young driver getting better and better every week. Really? I think when you push a young driver like Max in that championship battle in his first world championship to be battling against one of the best drivers ever and still come out on top. I think that's when you're looking at someone who's got a serious career ahead of them. And I, I well, we're, you've gone third and I've gone second. I still think he's going to be podium. There. Podium. Yeah. I just, I do wonder whether he, the it, cars are going to say a lot because the cars are different. Yeah. And very interesting. What you said, earlier today what we found earlier yeah that red bull mm. haven't been putting out their car in practice so basically red bull's car is going to be different we had no idea about any of this stuff but they probably already knew but yeah the car that they put out in practice is going to be very different to the actual car you see on race one 
I remember on the release day, I remember someone saying about like what you see on when they, they do the car reveals that they'll look a lot different. Yeah, because they hide the stuff rave. and they, they, they will only show certain angles. They won't put everything on the car. They don't want people to copy it, right? Who was it? Uh, one of the teams didn't have like the air vents on the side pods or like the gills that I call them. Uh, they didn't have that in the car reveal. And then when they went to Barcelona for the testing, they actually did have them. Uh, yeah, little I changes. I want to say it was McLaren or Mercedes, but I don't know. It'd be interesting to see, but I think... Give me your opinions on my top 10. I'll tell you through. So, number one, I'll read it from top to bottom. So, Verstappen won. Hamilton, Russell. Sainz, Perez. Norris, Leclerc. Gasly, Ricardo, Vettel. That's my top 10. I, mate, I, I really cannot believe you put Russell 10th. I really... I was just thinking then, I really cannot believe that you put him 3rd. I can't believe that. See, I... I can't believe that. Is, it's that. funny because I'm saying I can't believe you put him 10th, but I agree with you that I can't believe I've put him 3rd. I think a lot of that comes... <laughs> I no, can't I, believe no, what I, was I thinking. I do, I do agree with you, but I do think <coughs> you're looking at seven time in a row constructed championships. If anyone is going to put out the best car with the new regulations, it's probably going to be Mercedes. I think it's up to everyone to beat them. They've look how they've adjusted over the last seven years to put out at a top car to win constructors. I do think this and is constructors very bold of us. is both people together, right? Seven times in a row they've done it with the teammates, so they the teammates are going to be up there. They wouldn't have put brought Russell in if they didn't believe they could get that constructors trophy. If they didn't believe he'd be in the points. But maybe it'll be like one of them Red Bull scenarios where they, you know, Gasly came in, didn't perform straight out. Mm. I don't know when you can switch a driver, but yeah, I do agree with you. Third is high. I've took a gamble on that. I think it's. I think we're taking a gamble trying to even figure this out because they've. This is the. Obviously, they've changed the cars a lot this year. I think this is the most they've changed the cars in, in a, a long, long time. time. So it's really a shot in the dark. Who knows what car's going to be like? What Mercedes could be dog shit. Well, I guess it's up to the people listening to decide whether they want to go with J. Cole Fab. Read your 10 out again, just okay. from the top. From the top, so number one. Hamilton, Leclerc, Verstappen, Lando, Sainz, Alonso, Gasly, Perez, Vettel, Russell. Interesting, man. Leclerc second. You're mm. going for a big year for Ferrari. Before we leave you lovely people, we're going to give you one of our predictions. We've been given these throughout the episodes and just before the season, we'll remind you of all of them. We have five each and we are scored on them. What prediction are you going to make for the season ahead, Fab? This is another Ferrari one. Okay. Uh, and it's that I feel like Ferrari are going to win the Constructors' Championship this year. Wow! Yeah. Yeah, no messing about. Pure, pure horsepower. Do you really, really think Ferrari are going to... It's so funny how I'm sat here in a Ferrari top and I'm going, there's no way. <laughs> no, everyone's like, what? Why is the Ferrari Mate, fan saying that? There's substance to it. There's a lot of talk that their engine's going to be fire. I would year. love it. I would love Ferrari to smash it, mate. It would be sick. Like, it would be so good and so exciting. Time, right? And I would love it more than anything. And if your prediction's right, then your prediction's a lot more serious than mine. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> was more of a serious one. is that in one race this season, Yuki Tsunoda will spin out at the first corner. <laughs> and I've bad. only said that because he did when I said, I bet Yuki Tsunoda spins out and he did. It happened twice. You said it twice and it happened both times. I'm not insinuating that I want him to crash and I don't want anyone to get hurt. 
But my prediction is that at the first corner, Yuki Tsunoda will go out of the race at least once this season. But I like the way Fab has given these absolutely ridiculous predictions. It's exciting. I've given some couple of stupid ones. I thought I'd wrap it up with a nice, strong one that's definitely going to happen. <laughs> I, oh, mate, I can't believe you've said Leclerc second and Russell tenth. But then I can't believe I've said Russell third. We're both learning as quickly as we can how good the drivers are. And let's just see who does best. I guess there we go then. Thank you for listening to the third episode of the Pit Stop Podcast. Like we said, if you haven't yet, click the follow button. Please click do it. follow the podcast. Follow Please it. do give us a review down below. Review it. And we will be back on Monday with a very special guest. Oh. Monday's episode is with someone we cannot believe is coming on our podcast. Like, quite frankly, when you hear this, because this goes up on Thursday we would have filmed with him. So we can big this up and say he's amazing as much as we want and he can't run away and say <laughs> that we're annoying. But I cannot believe he is coming on I considering we've just made this podcast. It's mad. But I do think that he is probably like the perfect per- person to perfect, come on. Do you know what I mean? Perfect. I feel like he'll fit the banter really well. We're filming it tomorrow for us. Um, we're filming this really late night because we've had a busy week. So we're so excited. When we end this podcast, we're just going to get planning for it. And you guys are going to love it. So next Monday, well, Monday coming, there's going to be a massive guest. Thank you very much for listening to the Pit Stop Podcast. You guys are awesome. You guys are the best. Thank Sri you. Lanka, Cyprus, we're number one, baby! We love Sri Lanka! <laughs>